0: Assisting this morning, there's power in the name of Jesus to break every chain.
1: Right. part of that bride lord oh god out of the millions and billions of people in this world that you could have chosen lord people declaring christianity today lord but you've called us lord you've elected us this morning oh god to say there's a bride rising up there's power in the name of jesus there's power in the blood of jesus to break every chain to break every vice today to kill every demon in this building Oh, God, we're so thankful, oh, God, that you placed your word within our hearts and our lives, oh, God. We're under expectation this morning, Lord. Hallelujah. Break every chain, Lord Jesus. Break every chain, oh, God. Heal every heart this morning, Lord. Touch every life this morning, Father.
0: Hallelujah! Going to go to prayer at this time. I invited Brother Michael to come. It's good to have him back. There's a request from David DeCurtis. Written a request from uh, the Victoria congregation, Brother Aaron and Sister Juan Morris. Uh, they're requesting prayer that God would help move on their situation to get past obstacles for their immigration, passport, and whatnot. Sister Grace Speedy wants to give thanks to God for she was suffering a lot of pain in her body and her feet, and she was laid up. And when she got better, she realized that God had not only healed her body from her sickness, but he healed her body and her feet. We thank the Lord for that. Amen. Amen. I just also want to just thank the Lord for even my own situation. I know everyone's noticing my wife is not here, but she'll be back this week. Immigration, we had some immigration troubles, but the Lord was able to move on the scene, and she'll be back this week, so we're thankful for that. Maybe just as we go to prayer, just sing, he knew me, yet he loved me.
2: That's why you hung there this way, willingly, dying, Lord, that we might be saved, Lord. We could, Lord, just this morning come to that, just ponder that thought, Lord, and personalize it, Lord. He was there hanging for me, this, Lord, it was, it was just for me. You hung there on the cross for my sin and my shame, and my agony, and my sickness, Lord. You hung there for me, Lord, as we sang this song, there's no one like our God this morning, Lord and how I thought, Lord, is the I watched even these past days, Lord. As the the waves rolled and the thunders, Lord and Lord, how you nature declares your glory. Lord, Lord, just in its simplicity, and man stands there in in awe. Uh, Lord, just at the breath of God, Lord, the oceans move and the tides, Lord, go forth. Lord, you just blew that into existence, Lord. You put a moon in the sky, Lord, to, to govern the waters. But Lord, surely this morning, if a God like that could bring that into orchestration, then you stepped on the scene and you stood on the bow of a boat. And you said, peace be still, showing that you are still the God of all nature. Lord Jesus, this morning, you can bring the nature of our bodies into subjection where Satan would try to come and, Lord, sort of attack, Lord, and cause disruptions within our bodies. Lord, if you're God of the earth, you're God of nature, we were born out of this earth. You pulled us out of the dust. So, Lord, you're a God of these bodies as well. Lord, would your word this morning bring it into subjection. Those that are in need, Lord, would their hands, oh God, their hearts be lifted up in praise. And they could be as we sung, Lord, as Paul and Silas in the good times and in the bad. There they sat in a little prison. Lord, their arms, their feet chained down. But Lord, they didn't care about the circumstance. They just lifted up their voice and they started to praise you. Because they knew that you are God in control of all situations. So Lord, this morning, Lord, wherever somebody may be, they may be in a dark prison somewhere in their mind or in their body. But Lord, as a song penned down in the good times, we praise your name. And in the bad times, we will do the same in everything. Give the King of Kings all the praise this morning. That's why we came to this church this morning for Sunday morning service. So that your creation could re-sing out, Lord. Not just nature, but this creation here could sing out your praises. And give you glory and honor and praise for all you've done. Oh, and all you'll do this morning for your word is coming to meet the needs of your people. Lord, it's not a yesterday's gospel. It's not a tomorrow's gospel. It's a gospel for right here, right now, today. Lord, somebody in here, I was thinking of Goliath, how he came there into the field expecting to crush, Lord, his enemy, your people. But, Lord, he didn't know that it was his day of defeat. He walked on the battlefield unknowing that you were coming to crush him. Lord, maybe a little devil's come in this morning, Lord, hounding somebody, but they don't know that by the word this morning, you've come on the scene to defeat this Goliath. Oh, God, may we not come this morning just to Sunday morning service, but we've come today because it's Goliath's day of defeat and it's your people's day of victory this morning. So, Lord, we come to pull on your word that the needs of your people, the ones that were penned down and those that were not penned, that they be met, oh, God, by the word of God and by the preaching of the word. May, Lord, somebody here reach out in faith and receive it and be delivered in the name of Jesus Christ. We dedicate this service to you this morning. All that will transpire now is in your hands, Lord. And bless the offering and the tithes that are given. May it be to your glory and your honor. Now we pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen.
0: You may be seated. Have a couple announcements. I want to welcome Sister Julie home. She's been away for a while in India. She wants to bring greetings from the Saints in India. So God bless you, Sister Julie. Welcome home just want to remember camp is coming up um there's a counselors meeting next sunday the 11th just want to remember that um we also want to let the people here know that there's going to be a family prayer meeting next week next monday um on the 12th and that will start at 7 30 sharp so if you can be there we'd love to have you there and i know if your children are going to be at camp if your young people are going to be at camp if you have a burden for this church and there's a vision that's gone forth then you need to be there because we want to pray for our, our, our camper. Precious brother Andrew Glover, who will be coming to speak. So, we want to remember our camp for sure. And I think that's all the announcements I have here. Bless the Lord, oh my soul. 10,000 reasons. Bless the Lord, oh my
1: soul. Oh my soul. Worship his holy name. Sing like ever before. Oh, my soul, I'll worship your whole. Sing that again. Bless the Lord. Oh, bless the Lord, oh, my soul. ship his holy name sing like day It's time to sing your song again. Whatever may pass and whatever lies before me, let me be singing when the evening comes. Bless the Lord, oh my soul.
0: right now, this morning. Just you have your, you put your order in, here under expectation for the word to come. That's why we have a song service, that's why we sing, to blow all the flus out, to get all the, the world out of us, to get all of our memories gone, what happened during the week. We're going to seek the Lord this
1: morning. I sought the Lord and He answered me and delivered From every fear, those who look on him are radiant. They'll never be ashamed. They'll never be ashamed. This poor.
3: read a quote where brother brown said if you're born again you will praise our god amen that he is worthy of all praise all glory and all adoration and so lord with uplifted hearts and hands we lift up our voices to you the living god that is a very present help in time of trouble what an hour we're living in lord but you sent a messenger with a message lord that has prepared us for this rapture change lord that we have found ourselves in I pray that the word of the Lord will be quickened to every heart, every life. Those that are visiting amongst us, Lord, may they sense the nearness of the glory of God. Lord, there will be a one day catching away. It could be at any time, any moment, Lord. For it will be in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye. And we're waiting for that time. Luther lived his day. Wesley lived their day. Pentecost lived their day. Lord, the bride of Jesus Christ is living her hour. So, Father, I pray, Lord, that you will take the word, feed your sheep, break the bread, save the lost, heal the sick. May there be a mighty move of the Holy Spirit this morning. And, Father, we'll be sure to give you all the glory, all the honor, all the praise. to your holy name. We love you this morning. We ask it all in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. And the church of the living God said? Amen. Amen. Well, God bless you. Why don't you turn around and shake one another's hand and welcome each one into the house of the Lord this morning. Wonderful to be found in the presence of the Lord. God bless you. Nice to see the church full. Nice to see what the Lord's doing. Nice to have different ones come back. They've been on a little bit of a rest and some have left to go on some other rest. So one day we will be all together around the throne of God. What a day that will be when my Jesus... I shall see. We want to greet all those that are on the internet this morning. We have an internet-lovely group of people that identify themselves with Cloverdale Bible Way as their, as their church. Some are uh, in distances away from uh, their own, uh, to have an assembly, but they support this church. They give their, in their offerings and tithes and then missions. And we want to recognize them and thank them very much for their sacrifice that they give to this little church. That will be a lighthouse and we'll let it shine for the glory of God. So we want to thank them this morning. Amen. 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 It's more than you can imagine, and it's more than even I imagine. Sister Megan one, I think maybe a year ago or so, she gave me a list on my desk. I don't look at your tithes, I don't look at your offerings. But then I see a little list of a little group of people that's an outstanding outstanding list of people that give it's it is for me so humbling and I'm thankful for their for their devotion and their dedication and their confidence that they have in this ministry here and I want to say god bless you also for your support for your love for your emails and texts we need it as ministers don't you know somebody says well I don't need to have a pat on the back oh yeah I think Brother Ron Spencer said one time, You liar. <laughs> Everybody likes see hot pat on the back. <laughs> that was a great service. And, you know, it is nice, but it, we don't lift up man. We're thankful for God called men, and God has given us quite a wall at this little church. And, and I, I'm thankful for each one of them. Each one of them brings so much to this body. And I'm so thankful for our musicians. Brother Ryan, we've missed you. Where have you been? You've been around, I know, and all our other musicians, my dear wife that's been on that thing, I think, on the, what, how many years, 30, 40 years, unbelievable, amen. <laughs> and our guitarist, I've, I've proclaimed it around the world, I tell you they're the best, so, and now I got my granddaughter there, I think, I look at her and I say, I'm so proud, <laughs> yes, we're proud of you all. And we're thankful for the blood of Jesus Christ. And what it does, there is a promise to each and every one of us. I might be going along those lines today. Um, If you would grant me the liberty to maybe speak from my heart rather than from my maybe just some thoughts and scriptures. Um, It's when I pondered and I said, Lord, I don't know whether I can deliver this. I don't. I, 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 like, I like the worship. I love the praise. I love the adoration. I, I love giving God all the glory. And, but sometimes there has to be somebody that goes through the camp and we have to clean things up and have to look at our own lives. I, I've looked in mine. I have looked at mine. Yeah. There's much land to possess much land today you think that you got everything you got nothing we have whatever land we do get it's by the grace of god and he's given us the ability to take the land there's nobody buddy here that's got a stuffed shirt that i know of. we're here to help you to edify you in christ to build you up in the faith and god bless you amen amen i think i see a stranger in our midst a donaldson God bless you. Nice to have you here. Amen. And each and every one that have joined us this morning. Let's turn in our Bibles, please, to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. Well, we we preached on It's Mine last week. We took out of uh, the scripture, out of Joshua, and how that the Lord said, Moses is dead. Now, Joshua, you'll take the people over. And he encouraged them in the faith, and there's a fight to fight. And there were devils to drive out, and Canaanites, and Hittites, and Jebusites, and we've got them on the run. Well, we want to keep them on the run. And, uh, and you just, just pray for me as we go to the word this morning. Ephesians chapter 6, reading at verse 16. Above all, taking the shield of faith, wherewith you shall be able to quench all the fiery darts, of the wicked take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit which is the word of god let's pray heavenly father we've read your word you're the author of it now lord we you cause it to come alive within all of our hearts this morning to know you is life eternal to see you high and lifted up. We just want to praise you. So would you have your way in Jesus name. Amen. You may have your seats. God bless you all. Brother Bram says in the message. Balm in Gilead. He said oh God. What's going to happen to this country? You can't keep from striking judgment. You Christians, rise in the name of Christ and condemn this thing. In the days when sin was coming to the camp, when Balaam taught the people to sin, Moses said, who will stand with me and God? And Levi pulled the sword and said, we'll stand for you. And they took that sword and cut every sin out of the camp. And God made the rest of them pay tithes to them. And they became the priesthood. So it is today. God's looking for somebody who will take the sword of the word. Some people's afraid to say those things. But don't be afraid. God before you. Who can be against you? It's time that the church stood in its place. Again, cut sin. Jesus will come someday. There will be a rapture. Those who stand for him now, he will stand for him then. You love him? Oh, how I love him. He goes on to say, God, give me courage to take the sword of the word and put it in the hand about, you put it in my hand about 33 years ago, and I hold it and I march forward to the third pull is my prayer. And so let me say to you, and maybe those that are listening uh, on the internet, I, had, I was thinking about just shutting the internet down until I started to realize there are people that are a part of our church that are going to hear this message. But it is to our local assembly. It is to our local church. And I, and I trust that we can be men and women enough to realize that we are living in perilous times as the scriptures has already prophesied would be. We're kidding ourselves if you think or I would think that just coming to church, being all dressed up and looking nice is all that has to happen. We are fighting for our very existence. If you're in the battle and the Lord is right, you stay on that firing line. People might fall to the left of us or to the right of us. But I am determined. I don't care who falls or who goes their way. But as far as me and my house, I am going to fight and I'm going to serve the Lord. I am not letting the standard of the word down. For when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Lord shall raise a standard. And that standard happens to be you and me. We see the perversion in the age, and we'll fight that perversion. We will resist that demon. And that demon tries to come into this church. I stand against it as a pastor of this church, as ministry of this church. We stand against every perversion. I'm, I'm real. I'm I'm, I'm shaking. there are things we've allowed we can't allow. If we're going to fight for our children, let them see we're fighting. Mothers of the gospel, fight for your children. Daddies of the gospel, be serious. We're fighting. And we'll fight like never before. They're fighting. We'll fight. Brother Branham said the end time message. He gave us this end time message, and it's so I don't quote it often. But the end time message, delivered by God's servant and prophet, Brother William Branham, this message meets the end time condition. Nothing that Satan can throw at us now is going to stand in our way. We're going to fight. And fighting means rolling up your sleeves. Reconsidering the things that haven't worked. I'm say, well, I'm just going to believe for my children. Really? I'm going to go into that. Just going to believe? Why don't you fight for them? Why don't you pick up a phone? Why don't you say, whatever didn't work, I'm going to try and, by God's grace, build a bridge so that it will work. Just go on. and, and, and the, the token isn't a magic wand. The token is himself. And we need to live it before them. Can I get personal right away? I'll get personal right away. Because I thought about it. I thought about it. Maybe somebody needs help. I thought raising boys was easy. I had a wonderful, wonderful family by God's grace. And Joel, forgive me, but. It's part of our testimony. Sam saved early. Michael saved young. And Joel is just the greatest young man you could have around you. But started to go wayward. I got a call from Brother Biscoe one day. And he said, Brother Tom, I said, Yes, Dad, what what? He said, how much money do we, do we send to India? How much money? We say, well, how many years have we printed in India? I said, Dad. "I said oh, close to 20 then. He said, how much money have we sent? I said, millions. He said, how much is your son worth? He me. We were talking about this with a couple of brothers this week. I guess that's how it got started to just go around in my mind. He said, how, how much is your son worth? I said, He's worth everything to me. He said, Then you might have to mortgage your house. You might have to get a line of credit. You're going to have to be a friend. You're going to have to be a buddy. I thought I was. But by that advice, just that simple advice, by doing it, by doing it, God saved my son. We have wayward ones here. What we say, well, we did try that. Well, that, how is it working? Let's try something else. That's all I'm saying. Everyone has their own way of dealing with it. But deal with it. Just do what you got to do, because they're worth everything to us. When Joshua and the children of Israel were going in the land, that land was for their children. And I'd like to to title this little message as we did last week. It's mine. This is It's Mine Part 2. It's Mine Part 2. You know, there's, there's things that, that are not easy. And I don't want to scare all our young couples that are having babies when they're growing up. But those are the easy years. You're going to get into the testing years and the trying years. And you will try one thing and that might not work. And then you'll try another thing and that might work. And you just keep trying because you just want them to have that experience in Christ. And so what kind of church would we be if we didn't have a burden for our children? Yes, we can go along, we'll get older and I'll get whiter and maybe a little bit more stoop shouldered if the Lord tarried, then we'll have wonderful church services. But I'm concerned for my grandchildren now. I want them to meet this Christ in the power of his resurrection. I don't want them to learn this Jesus Christ. I want them to experience how it is when God comes and moves in your soul and you lift up your hands and you you praise him and say, Oh God, don't move. Don't leave me like this. I just want more of you. That's for you. And for those that have experienced that, you know what I'm saying. If you haven't, please try and experience that. You just have to learn to wait on them. I don't know. I wasn't born in a church like this. I was born in a worldly home with a desire that I couldn't even put there, the prophet said. And that desire was, I want God. That's all. And I went from church to church. I looked at this religion, and I looked at Hare Krishna, and I looked at the weird weird doctrines of the East, and I went to Christianity in different churches, and I saw the hypocrisy of the adults. And I said, I can't go there. They're just a bunch of hypocrites. And I thought, Lord, show me. I was 16. Drugs were coming on a, in a big way into our, our school at Cloverdale High. In a big way. Masculine, acid, drugs, hash, marijuana, you name it, it was, it was being pushed down the hallways. I love my mom and dad, who are not Christians, by the way, who were one of the finest couples that you'd want to meet. And their love for me was strong, and yet the strength of their love was not strong enough against the tides of Satan. And I got down. I I see it right now. I had an old bunk bed. My dad had refinished and I, Mom had a little Bible and a side table. And I took that little Bible out, and I went to my room, and I thought, God, you have to be in the Bible somewhere. So I turned to Genesis 1. In the beginning was the Word. The Word was with God. The Word was God. And I go, oh, my goodness. Way over my head already. Closed my that little Bible and got down on my knees, and I said, Jesus, if you ever show me yourself, I'll live for you. I will live for you. Not halfway. I'll live for you. And it saints. it hasn't changed. And yes, I did go through that whole drug culture. And yes, Satan did rip me apart. But what was stronger then all that Satan could throw at me was a desire to find God. And when Brother Ken Ardeal, who was my best friend at school, got saved, and I watched him, and I watched him, and I watched him, and Linda witnessed to me, and I started to realize it wasn't church I was looking for. I was looking for the Word in flesh. That people could actually live a Christian life. And that was the pull. And that was when God got a hold of my life. And I'm saying to you today, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. I trust there is that strange... Brother Bram said in things that are to be, that strange call. He called it a strange call call a call to the other side and so this morning if we could create an atmosphere you might not want God that's fine not everybody is going to heaven that's true we would be facetious to think everybody's going to heaven only God's children are going to heaven the situation is are you one of them And thus we sing the chorus, one of them. I'm one of them. I'm so glad that I can say I'm one of them. I'm not a hypocrite. And if I am a hypocrite, please come and tell me. I don't want to be a hypocrite. Is there things in my life do I fall short Absolutely. But I'm man enough and willing enough to get on my knees and say, God, take anything that's not of you out of me. Especially take me out of me and put you in me. God bless you. I know, I know we love the quotes and, I, and keep loving them. I know we love the Bible. I want you to keep loving it. That's the Lord Jesus himself. But the letter will kill, but the spirit will give you life. And I, I, I you know, and I guess, sorry for getting personal this morning, because I, I didn't know I was going to do all this. But I knew if I lost my children, if I lost my boys, what would heaven be? I knew there were gifts from God, and I couldn't have them. And so, Lord, I just want to live that they would want the God that I serve. I think if we start looking inward and more inward rather than outward at other people, We'd be a different people. We start to realize, really, is that hard feeling that really worth it? would it be wonderful we could put all our arms, brothers to brothers, sisters to sisters, our arms around one another and really mean it when you say, I love you. Ah, oh, Brother Tom, you're just emotional. Yeah, I guess I am. But many times it's not tears of sorrow, they're tears of joy. Joy that I know that I know him. And he's a real God. When I talk about, when I read Joshua, I read it personally. I don't read it as a story. If I'm going to drive out a Hittite in my home, I'll drive that Hittite out. If music that was contrary to what this message or this Bible is, I drove that Hittite out. Sam's not here, but I'll mention this. Sam, he was a dream. It's a dream. Sam would come home with his with his schoolwork and he would go up to his room and he'd do his schoolwork right after school. I thought, that's amazing. I, I wouldn't do it until I was in bed with a, a flashlight under my sheets trying to do my homework. But he would do it right after, right after school. I thought, that's an amazing trait. must have got it from his mother. So one day, I, you know, I got home early and I thought, I like to always greet the boys. When I got home and he was in his room and I opened his door and he had a, He'd won or got a Sony Walkman, and he'd had the, you know, Sony Walkman in his ears, you know. And I said, how you doing, Sam? He takes the butt out and goes, hi, Dad, welcome home. I said, yeah, nice to see you. How was school? Great, good, okay. So walked down the hallway. I don't have it often, but I have it often enough. Holy Spirit said, what is he listening to? Go ask him what he's listening to. Well, I assume it's a Walkman. You know what you do with Walkman? You listen to Brother Branham. Oh, maybe you don't know what a Walkman is. Who does not know what a Walkman is? I'm sorry, it's an old tape recorder, right? you Put the cassette tape in there. Or, you know, I I listen to music at Bible Way. I'm partial, particularly my wife and her. Her sisters. So I just asked him. I said, "Son, what what are you what are you listening to?" Man, his face dropped. Pan face, man. And uh, he said, "Uh, soft rock." I go, "Soft what?" He said, "Daddy, soft rock." I said, "There's no such a thing as soft rock." I think Tim Pruitt said one time at a camp, he says, you ever found a soft rock when you throw it at somebody? (laughs) So this is the hard part. I said, son, you're going to go to hell. I said, wow, boy, are you strong? No. I'm fighting for them. I'm fighting for them. I said, son... That music is going to send your soul to hell. Now, I know I'm talking about now back into the 80s. I don't even want to go where I've got statistics and things what's happening now with your smartphones and you young men. If you were in my home, you would definitely get your bell rung. And, fathers, you need to get more involved in what your children are listening to, watching, and doing. Because you want a move of the Holy Spirit in this church. Uncleanness will, will hinder the move of God. We got down on our knees right then and there, and I said, son, I'm gonna, we're going to pray, and that spirit's going to get off you. Do you think that's easy? Who's a daddy here? Who's a daddy here? Do you think it's easy, Curtis, to tell your son it's going to take you to hell? But I did know God, and I know the Lord Jesus. And I knew the Lord could deliver my son from that thing. And I, and I didn't know it in this. I knew it in this. That the Holy Spirit that I love and I serve is a God that can deliver my children from anything. Amen. Yes. Amen. And so then I might take a subject or an object that, that maybe is applicable to Tom at the time. But you should be able to take that to your own home and say, there's certain things I need to clean up in my home that I have allowed and take a stand for the King of glory and watch God move on your behalf. And you say, well, Brother Tom, how do you know that that works? I have them. I have them. And it's not by the works of man. It's not by Tom Ray or any man's ability. Forget that. It's just that you're trying anything In your power, Lord, how do I save their souls? It is by the grace of Almighty God, and it always will be. But daddies have a role, and mummies have a role. And we need to raise them up in the admonition of the Lord. And when you start seeing the devil get on their case, it's a time for prayer. It's a time on waiting on God. When I read in the scripture, as I said about Jacob or Joshua, Caleb, David, I didn't grow up as a young boy knowing those Bible stories. But when I got saved, I loved those Bible stories and I applied it. I applied it. I tried to apply it as much as I could. I know some people say, well, Brother Tom, you're too straight or you're too hard to turn. I'm that way on myself. So when I read about Eliezer the son of Dodo the Aohite one of the three mighty men of David and when they defied the Philistines and were gathered together in battle and the men of Israel left, they felt the battle was over. There is one man that stood, and it says, and he arose and he smote the Philistines until his hand was weary. His hand claved to the sword, and the Lord wrought a great victory that day. And the people returned after him only to spoil. They loved the benefits of it, but they didn't want to fight for it. Let there be a few of us, many of us, to take the sword of the word as we open the scripture. See, I'll cleave my hand to that sword and I will not let it go till I drive out every devil, every spirit, and as I take a position within the church, and these ministry, ministers are here, and we have deacons, elders, trustees, and men of God that have stood faithful, it's time to take the sword of the word and cut back those demons. Yes. Yeah, you say, well, how about a, a demon that will sit in this church Under the anointed word that I have heard over the last few years, walk out just as a minister is just ready to close. How many times do you say The greatest movement we've got is just at the closing. Why? Why are they leaving? Why, when the Holy Spirit is just right coming down to a person's address, why do they leave? Why do they pick up children to leave? They use the children as an excuse to get out of the church of God. It didn't used to be that way. Used to come to church, to come to church, to meet with God and to have God move in our lives and have the Holy Spirit. Many times I have traveled the world, many times, to many countries and had many people, many pastors talk to me about the lingering here at Bible Way. Wow, the people linger. They stay in worship. That's when God starts to deal. You want to ask yourself the next time you want to get up and run, why? When it's time now to bask in the presence of the, of the sun and let the Lord vindicate the word of God that's being ministered. The enemy is out to destroy you, your life, and if you're married, your wife, and if you have children, your children. It would just be insanity to think that Satan stays outside of this church. It would be crazy to think, here's a prophet with the angel of the Lord standing there, and, and demons were hanging, crying out to one another. Were they there when the Lord was there? Don't be facetious and say, yes, of course he was. The devil was there where the Lord was there. But who won? I want to ask you, who won? That epileptic demon is calling to that demon. In the name of Jesus Christ, you're delivered. You're delivered. You're set free. Who won? My Lord Jesus won. Who will win in your life? The Lord Jesus Christ will win in your life. This is not something, Saints, to be melancholy over. It's time to gird up, Amen. tighten it up, draw the sword, and say, Satan, I'm coming against you. I'm not running from you. I'm anointed like David was anointed. I wasn't invited to the Pentecostal feast, but a prophet came by my way and he anointed me, and I bind you. We have a real enemy. And he doesn't just stop on Sunday morning service at your pew. When you gain the land, when you take some land, you better believe when you leave these doors, you're going to be challenged. You're going to be challenged about that land. And you just need to turn around and say, Satan, Jesus rebuked you by the word of the Lord. It is written, Satan, get behind me. It's a time to let the devil know who you are in Christ Jesus. The enemy is out to destroy you, to annihilate you. For Jesus said, the, for the enemy comes to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I am come. Revelation 10.1 came in this generation to drive out the devils in our lives. I would love to have heard a greater amen than that. Because without the opening of the word himself, there would be no winning of any battle. But the captain of the Lord of hosts has now come to fight our battles
2: through you.
3: 2 Corinthians 10 and 3 says, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Casting down imaginations. That's logimos. If you just want to take a look up at the Greek, which means reason. Casting down reason. Amen. Casting down reason and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge. What is it? Of God and bring into captivity every thought. To the obedience of Christ. Remember we had the, the five kings in the cave? Remember we had that last week? And, and Joshua said, close up that cave. And they closed up the cave. He says, we'll get them after we run these devils out. He, he ran the devils out. And, and they conquered those kingdoms. But there was five kings left in the, in the cave, Right? And they said, let those stones out. Come on, let those stones out. Those were the kings in control of the kingdoms. Bring them out. Bring them out. We're going to put them where they need to be put. And we put, the, we put the neck right down here. Some of you ran up and put your foot on the neck. I'm saying to every one of you this morning, you need to put your foot on the neck of that demon that tries to go to your land. Not just one, not just two, not four, not ten. Every one of us. Joshua, Jehovah's Savior, brought those kings down low, laying them on the ground. Said, put your foot on the neck of that king. Be strong. Be courageous. Oh, I just got to read my Bible. I just have to read some tapes uh, or listen to some tapes or or, uh, MP3 players or whatever. Yeah, that's good. But it's got to be applicable. It's got to be applied. It's got to be lived. We become theologians of the message rather than livers of the message. I can divide it here and divide it there and this means here. We've gone so long now. For some of us, going into 50 years almost. Well, we're trying to see who can outquote you and You forgot to think about that quote, and I just smile one time. My brother says, Well, yeah, yeah, this is the way that I see it, whatever. And he he, he missed three or four quotes. And it's not worth arguing quotes. I'm sorry, I'm not a quote arguer. I'm a liver. Not a liver, a liver. (laughs) I try with everything that's in me. I try. Cast those things down. Try to reason it out. Reason what, reason what? Your idea that's worth nothing? Where my Bible says to cast down it? Your your thoughts? Above God's thoughts? I don't even know if you be here. Milko's not. Serena, you're here. You don't think I don't fight for your legs? We get so sometimes us when our dear sister, who has given her life to our children. I hate Hittites. Oh, you're strong. Oh, don't worry. I have a quote on that too. I hate Jebusites. Don't go there, Tom. My wife is gone. Listen, any country that comes against Israel, I hate. I'm sorry. I'm just so sorry this is not a political correct church and if you want me to leave I can leave to make you politically correct let me tell you any country that comes against Israel is a doomed country there's 144,000 that are going to be my servants is that right Murphy? Servants of the king and the queen. They cannot be hurt. They can't be bombed. They can't can't be destroyed. You're fighting against God's word and you will fail. Iran will fail. Iraq will fail. Syria will fail. Lebanon will fail. They all will fail. But God's word will never fail. And if he watches over the land of Israel, how much is he watching over you? Come on. How much is he watching over you? They're fighting for their land. Shouldn't we be fighting for our land? Shouldn't we be taking the sword of the word? People will use, to just, they'll use words and even quotes to justify actions. That's why I don't care about your quotes. What I care is about your life. Oh, I... Hey. I've had about 47, 48 years of some pretty strong battles. But we're still standing, right, Ken? We'll still stand. We will not fall because we're prophesied. Christ the mystery, God revealed, this bride will not fall. How many believe that quote? How many are part of that quote? I'm one of them. That's my scripture. That's my quote. And Satan, you can't get me. It's mine. I don't care how you want to sugarcoat it. Have your back room conferences. Talk about the pastor and talk about the church and try to split this and try to split that. Have at it. How's that working for you? Do you think that's a surprise to the Lord? Nothing surprises the Lord. He knows who is and who's not. It's not my position to say they're out of it and they're not. It's God's place. All I want to do is live the way he wants me to live. So I can give until there's just no more to give. Love, love. There's just no more love. I was going to give you a lunch break. I thought this is going to be a long service, and I please don't, don't seize up on me now because it's not going to be. I just knew that I'd never get. I'd, won't get through, whatever. But please forgive me. I'll only be a one like this. Don't worry. I am zealous for the Lord, and if you want to accuse me of it, I'll take it. I'm zealous for the kingdom. I met a man in Hawaii, Sister Rita. Please forgive me. Sister Begg, please, this is not to hurt anything. But it, I always notice people when they walk by how they walk. Because I walk strange, and you know that. You've been kind to me. And this gentleman walked by, and I said, to Joanne, and she turned to me, and she said, something's wrong with that gentleman. I said, yeah, he's walking wrong. And he had his Bermuda shorts on so you could see I notice always the calf, because the calf, you know if you've got an ankle that's fused, it's atrophy of the of the calf muscle. Something like that, Brother Curtis. I hope you he help me there. And the other calf is big and strong, like my my left one's big and <clears throat> excuse me. So we were walking by and we thought maybe I'll have an opportunity to talk to him. So I walked by one morning and I said, Excuse me, sir, I said, You got something wrong with your ankle. Yeah. He says i do he says i 've got a fused ankle and it 's breaking down on me and causing a lot of pain and he says yeah. he says, Not everybody understands that i said, I do and uh, so one thing led to another and he was sitting down, and I was talking to him, and Joanne was talking to his wife. His wife was very interested in how I went through my, my different operations and so forth. Anyways, we started talking, and I said, sir, I said, um, I said uh, you can get that fixed now. That can get fixed. Well, he says, the only way I'm going to get it fixed is chop it off. I go, wow. Wow, wow, wow. I said, that was not an option for me. I said, that wasn't an option. I said, I fight for my land. This is my land. He said, I can't put up with six weeks in the hospital and six weeks sitting in down and waiting for it to heal. He says just chop it off. It'll be all better. I go, okay, I'm not going to get anywhere with this mindset. But some people aren't just willing to fight. But we need to fight. And we will fight for one another. And we will fight for the quote where the brother Bram said, those limbs will come back. They will. I don't care when it happens. I remember when they they told me, they are going to chop off my leg. I said, well, no, you're not going to chop off my leg. They said, you're going to chop off your leg. And Samuel had been praying, and Mike and the family had been praying, and Joel, and and they thought I was going to get a new ankle before I got my operation. And I never... And, and uh, I said, don't worry, dear. Don't worry. Don't worry. Dad gets a new ankle. It just doesn't matter. It's in God's time. Not my time. Whatever God wants, that's what I want. And that's what I desire this morning. I hope I can get it across. I want what God wants for you. Matthew 16 and 18 says, And also unto thee thou art Peter, and upon this rock I'll build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. I'll give you the keys of the kingdom, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. And Brother Branham makes the comment a number of times, the gates of hell will fight. The gates of hell, if you look it up in the the Greek, is machination. means plots, the powers of an invisible world. In ancient times, the gates of fortified cities were used to build, to hold councils, were usually places of great strength. Our Lord's expression means that neither plot, stratagem, strength, Of Satan, his angels should never ever prevail. (laughs) Greatest battle ever fought. God's getting his soldiers ready, God anoints his army. America dressed in their soldiers in the best that they have to dress with. Steel helmets, armors, whatever they got. Armored tanks, whatever they go in. But God dresses his army. Hallelujah. What kind of equipment do we use? And I was thinking, Brother Murphy, thank you for the bomb. That was a bomb. And you know, Brother Bram said, he said, Daniel, when, when they went and, and achieved that atomic bomb, that there were scientists that were able to reach into the unseen and take that atom and bring it from the unseen to the seen and thus created the bomb. He says there should be also now spiritual scientists that can reach into that unseen realm and bring it into a living realm Well, I believe the the land of the heavenly places happens to be in that unseen realm. And we're bringing that unseen realm into the seen realm. God in flesh. Hallelujah. God will heal you right in this atmosphere of the Holy Spirit. God will give it to you. Just believe it. Open up the flues of your soul, your senses, your conscience. Just let His Word penetrate you. Let His Word penetrate you. Open up. There's a battleground going on in your mind, it's set in array. Open it up. Drive out every doubt. Doubt your doubts, he said. Drive out your doubts. Then if you have a doubt, doubt your doubts. Because God doesn't work in doubts. He doesn't work in reason. He works by faith. Faith is your victory that overcomes this world. Greatest battle ever fought. The angel of the Lord, even his picture is hanging on this wall. Has got science stumped everywhere. What does he do? He says, Stay with the word, amen, because the word cuts every devil. Let me just say, stay right with the word, amen. It cuts every devil. Yes, it does. So I just wrote this down, Glenn, if you don't mind, Sister Sean. We just get a call a couple weeks ago from Caleb, all the way from Germany. Germany. Brother Tom, we need prayer. He's broken. He said, My child, my child is, the oxygen levels are low and there's a concern. Can we pray? Does God know distance? God doesn't do any of this. Do you think, well, Brother Tom, was it your prayer? I want to give the glory to the body of Christ because there was more than there was a grandpa praying, there was a grandma praying. We pray together, and together we can defeat the devil. And within a few hours, we get notice the baby's all well. Does the word defeat Satan? Yes, it does. Brother Murphy preached on prayer is the atomic bomb. Has it destroyed devils in your life? Yes, it has. Will it continue to destroy? Yes, it will. Prayer. Prayer. I believe in prayer. I believe in it. I'm so proud of our our man that... Monday nights, they give up their, their Monday nights to their family. People say, well, you only have two services a week. We have three services a week, by the way. That Monday night is a service. We're there longer than we are here on a Wednesday night. We have testimonies. We have burdens. And we have prayer. And does God answer prayer? Yes, he does. Do we have men of God that will stand on the word of God? Yes, we do. I I get texts from brothers that say, Brother Tom, we can't make it to the prayer meeting, but want you to know at 8 o'clock, we're getting down to pray with you. I say, praise God. Let the church be strong. I know everybody can't make it, but those that do can. There you are, EBA, I see you now. If I see you, God sees you. Absolutely right. Brother Bram said, if you believe in faith, you believe that God can heal your eyes. He said, every eye problem in this assembly right now will be corrected. If a prophet who is speaking the thought of God said it, I believe it. So may God anoint your heart in faith believing forget the circumstance forget the situation take God at his word Satan you're a liar cancer you're defeated amen I still got the sword in my hand have you got the sword in your hand is it cleaving in your hand are you fighting
4: for one another
3: We need our children born again. Did everybody hear that up there? You brothers have an awesome responsibility. We have an awesome responsibility. We are born again by the power of the word. Live it. Come on. I want brothers that live it stand to your feet. I live what I believe. I am a born again son of the living God. And we band together, cutting the devil out of this church. Is that all right, all brothers? Obviously, some of you aren't standing. Well, that's fine. But I want those that stand to say, stand with me. Brother Bram said, where are those men that will stand with me and fight those Philistine devils out of here? These are your young men. These are your young men. He prophesied it, and you're fulfilling it. Hallelujah. We are the word manifested. God bless you. You may have your seats. That wasn't an exercise, just an exercise. That was an exercise of faith. You weren't falling asleep. You've been awake all service. I'm happy about that. But there's one thing I can't stand is letting some of our little girls who just are lovely little girls Go through all life with little nice little girls, but not have a born again experience. They're going to marry some of your boys, and you and 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 saying we need to pray one for another because these girls need the Holy Ghost and you young men need the Holy Ghost. You say, "How do I get it? Receive it, yes. receive it. Yes. Say, God, fill me with the Holy Ghost. Yes. Ask and you shall receive it." We want a church that moves. Yes, sir. Amen. We can bind the devil and we can loose Amen. our children from the binding of the enemy. Amen. Amen. Come on, saints. Come to church. Yep. Listen, I listen to a Presbyterian church right here. I'm coming, I turn to my mom every morning Something before church. She said, you do? Why would you do that? I like his oh, it's brogue. I said I wish I could talk like that but they have no life but I just I like that vernacular but I love this vernacular I love the word of God David I love it and listen you can run around this church anytime you want by the way I've been missing that how many missed brother David running around the church get on the testimony and he's still running Still witnessing, still testifying, God's still alive. Get it once—that's all you need. Get it once, saints of God, and you will be a fire. Hallelujah! Come to church. Go to church. Church. We're church. We're church. But I, go, I go to church every day. You do? Every time I get out of bed, I go to church. Well, that got some of you a little bit duped. Brother Bram said, You're the church. You're the called out ones. But we must realize and come to the realization who am I in Christ? Who I am, Lord. Who I am. Part of my Savior, a part of his word. Can you, can you put it up with a, few, a little bit more? I didn't say time. I just said a little more. I'll look at the time for you. Okay, a little bit more, okay. The seventh angel doesn't compromise." I got that highlighted if you just want brothers want to check me on my quotes. The seventh angel don't compromise on nothing. He was fearless. You think we're hard sometimes? He's talking to a pastor and his wife, and she was sitting on the platform. He said, Brother Branham, I'd like to introduce you to my wife. She's a saint. He says, you mean a (laughs) haint? Well, you've never done that. I've never done that. He was a lion. He compromised on nothing. Not for friends, not for nothing. He said, when I preach the seals, 10,000 of my friends will leave me. We don't compromise. Amen. We want a church that's living. Church alive that our children don't come oh hum, and get put in an hour know that they want to come to church they want to see the moving of the Holy Spirit they want to see sinners saved that's why they love to go to a ball game there's life at a ball game but it's false life will give them no lasting peace if their team loses they lost all peace can you imagine paying a couple of hundred bucks to watch your team lose? How depressing. But I love coming to church because I know we win every time. Yeah. Hallelujah. Yeah. The seventh angel. Don't compromise on nothing. Yeah. I love that. He says, the seventh angel... Now, I get the odd stuff, and all it is called... What do they call that Wakes Basket? Basket 6 or 10 or... What do they call that? Is there a name for it? What? File 13. Man, I got a lot of File 13. It's probably the biggest file, bigger than the Message Hub. (laughs) Some of you get it, some of you won't, but that's Okay. You know, Brother Branham, used this. That brother already preached that. That was back in the 1800s and 1900s. Do you want to say, just, just a second here. Let's put this in context. Just in case some little imp tries to come into this church and say, Brother Branham stole bread. Pfft. Like I said, they've never had a revelation in their life. All they got is gray matter and it ain't so hot either. Listen, there were Spurgeons. There were... Uh, Dr. Larkins there were Wesley's there were uh, uh, Dwight Moody there were many men of God that had some truth they did have some part Brother Bram said of the Holy Ghost but then when this message came Amen when this messenger came he came to tie all those loose ends together Amen to give you a robe to give you a robe of pure white
2: no stolen bread it all came from heaven it's all angels food hallelujah yeah we'll fight brother George we'll put our hand to the sword we'll call a lie a liar
3: we'll call truth truth you think we're afraid of a lie oh you know those, they're, so, my, they're idiots they don't know their bible huh Really, let's put the shoe on the other foot. Saints, I might not know my Bible, but I know him in the power of his resurrection. I know what it did for me. I know what it did for my wife. I know what it did for my boys. I know what it did for you. He is the same yesterday, today,
2: and forever.
3: Glory be to Jesus. Let the hallelujah roll. It's mine, part two. It's mine, devil. This word is mine. This message is mine. The life in the Holy Ghost is mine. Victory's mine. Joy is mine. Peace is mine. Long-suffering's mine. You say you got it and don't have it? You don't got it. Because he can't not live... A different life. How many Holy Ghosts are we going to have? One or two, three, four? How many sing, I got the life of God in me? Huh? It will be his life, right? So we can't live three different lives because he's, tri- he's not a triune God. He's one. Hear ye, O Israel. The Lord thy God is one. The God that was above you. Came walked on this earth with you in the name of Jesus and went back to glory in the Holy Ghost to live in a people. So how does how does a Holy Ghost in you hate me? Or how does the Holy Ghost in me hate you? Cannot happen. It's impossible. Then you got two gods. One of us is a liar. You either got the joy, 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 joy down in your heart. What? Yeah. Does it? We know that Sunday school song. Yeah. Look, Brother Bram said God told Moses, "Go take that land. It is yours. It is yours." Brother Darren, I've never prayed more for your children than I have. It's yours. I heard a bomb on Wednesday. It's yours. I heard the word this morning, the sword of the Lord and a Gideon. It's yours. It's mine. Amen. I want everybody that's got a backslidden son or
2: daughter stand to your feet. And I want you to make a declaration this morning. They
3: are mine. Mine. They're not the devils. They're mine. And I'm not letting no devil, no doubt, no nothing. Get in my mind. I'll take the word of the Lord. Ask anything in my name believing. You will have what you ask. They're mine. They're mine. Hallelujah. Mine, mine, mine. God bless you for your honesty. Will God honor you? Yes, he
2: will. He honors his word.
3: Glory. I feel like running myself around the church. I'm in a warfare right now. We're going to cut back that unbelieving spirit. Amen. We want a church lifted up into heavenly places where the supernatural starts moving amongst us. How many of us have come to church, heard the word, maybe not emotional, maybe it was just a a service, but you heard the word, got a hold of your heart, you walked out and healed. It does not matter how the delivery is. You got four different deliveries here. Saints, listen, we're not cookie cutter preachers. Come on. We are individuals. God made him that way, made him that way. made him that way. Made me that way. Made him that way. Hallelujah. For
2: you. Hallelujah. We are a church united.
3: Glory. And we're standing together, shoulder to shoulder, shoulder to shoulder. We'll say what's wrong is wrong. We're not going to push the putty cat a certain way. Oh, he gives to the church a little more, so I won't say that. Really? Brother Bram didn't care if the mayor was there. Governor, he wouldn't care for nothing. He said, I'll drink soda water and drink branch water or soda crackers. He didn't care. We don't care either. The Lord give, and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Oh, my. How are we doing? Are we doing all right? I hate doing this to you. Is it okay? I know, I know, I know. I should let you go so that you feel like you want to come back for another time. Rather than drown you Brother Ed said Let him up for air Brother Tom Joshua Joshua Dave that He fought Fought Caleb 80 years old Fought Went around that mountain For 40 years He promised me that mountain Promised me that mountain Promise me that mountain. 40 years made a confession. What's your complaining about? It didn't happen in a year. So what? Five years. So what? Come to me after 40 years or something. After 40 years, Caleb gets into his land. My, there's giants there. So what? Huh? So what? David kills one. Caleb kills three. Come on. I don't care how old you are. I don't care how young you are. The God in you defeats every devil, every time, every place, anywhere. Amen. Amen. I don't care if you got arthritis; He's your healer. I don't care if you got stomach problem; He's your healer. Hallelujah. Your healer, amen. 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 amen, Sam. He's your healer. Amen. You're gonna walk out of here one day, could be today. Totally free. Amen. Have a pure heart like you've got. Amen. May the Holy Spirit touch our dear Brother Samuel. Amen. Amberly, you can have what you ask, amen. brother Orn, a faithful brother in Christ. We're gonna do warfare. Come on. Take the word. The word is nigh thee. Even in your mouth. Hallelujah. Glory. I want some of these young men so filled with the Holy Ghost. I thank you, Margaret. Granted, Lord Jesus. Fill them with the Holy Ghost and fire. Amen. 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 Fill our young men. Fill our young couples. Fill the older ones. Fill us, Lord. Hallelujah. Listen, I, I, might not have a, I, I might not have a baseball player on my wall. I might not have a football player on my wall. In fact, I got none of that garbage on my wall. But I got trophies on my wall. I got a trophy on my wall. I got a trophy on my wall. Come on. Come on. I got a trophy on my wall. Come on, people. We've got trophies. Amen. Hallelujah. It might be a 9.10 point special. What do you call that? Boone and Crockett, whatever. I got a, this horn. I'd rather you say, I got that horn. That horn. Do I remember Calista when she got saved? I sure do. Do I remember when Peter got saved? I sure do. Why? Because I was there when Jesus saved him. The very moment she believed him. (laughs) Hallelujah. And they're still here. So they have been birthed by the word. Come on, Sister Violet. You might as well rejoice. You've been birthed by the word. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we'll be, if God gives us another five years, we'll still be here. But I'm not believing for five years. now. Nah. When do you want to go tomorrow, Brother Tom? Now. You say you're trying to escape. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't matter. If I have to be here another 10 years for the glory of God, so be it. But I want to prove to the devil whose side I'm on. I'm on the Lord's side. Glory. Glory. Joshua parallels Ephesians. We got that, right? So Brother Bram said now, No, the Bible says in Ephesians 1.15, Wherefore also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Oh, I am so thankful that it's not just on that paper, Brother Tim. Prayer, prayer, prayer. Made mention, prayer, prayer. Go back to Ephesians. (coughs) Start praying for one another. Start praying for the Holy Ghost to do some delivering. Start praying. Yep. More than a nod. Mm -hmm. It's an expression. Yes, sir. Ceasing not to give thanks for you. uh, Making mention of you in my prayers. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. That the eyes of your understanding. That the eyes of your understanding be enlightened. I maybe get into it next week or the week after or the week after. Because there's a lot of weeks here. But it mentions that the children of Judah. And the children of Benjamin. And the children of Naphtali. And the children of Dan. Did not drive out all that were in the land. And because they didn't they became pricks in their eyes and thorns in their sides. Well, I want to put the devil on notice. The pricks are coming out and the thorns are being ripped out. Can you you agree with me? We are tired of that prick in my eyes. I'm tired of that problem that has caused that prick in my eye. I'm tired of that thorn that doesn't give me no victory. I'm going to tear it out. Tear it out. Uh-huh. Say, well, well, yeah, do it. I got the love of Christ in me to conquer Satan, that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what the hope of your calling and what is the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. So now that's a a big sentence. Big scripture. But let me try and break it down and close now with this scripture. Paul's saying here, I'll break it down in Greek, break it down in English, and Arabic and everything else we call it. What was that? Aramaic you said the other day? Somebody said Aramaic. Somebody. So you, we'll break it all down into there so that you know we're not adding or taking away because he that takes one word adds one word. Is, you're stricken from the Lamb's book of life. So we don't want that. We want to say what the word says. So then I says, I pray. And the Greek says, I pray that the eyes of your heart, the very center And another word is the very core of your being may be enlightened. So your eyes of understanding are the very core of your being. Be enlightened. It's not just eyes of understanding. Oh, I understand. It's the very core of your being. The very core of your being lit by the Holy Spirit. The very core of your being lit by the Holy Spirit. My. So that you might know and cherish the hope or love the hope of your calling. I love this, Jed. I love this calling. I love it. Yeah. That hope is an earnest expectation to fulfillment. Not a hope like the world calls hope. But let's take it how the Bible calls hope. It's an earnest expectation of fulfillment. I love it. I love it. Why? Because it doesn't stop there. It's a divine guarantee. Woodward's gave a guarantee. If you don't like this garment, it's a guarantee. Take, bring it back. Where's Woodward's today? Gone. Where's Sears? Gone. Where's Eaton's? Yeah. Where's Woolworth's? I'm really showing my age now. Gone. They got all the guarantees in the world, but they're gone. But I've got a divine. A divine guarantee. I've got an earnest expectation. It will be fulfilled. Hallelujah. Verse 19. And what is the exceeding greatness? Brother Lou. What is the, now, we're, we're talking about Joshua paralleling Ephesians. We saw how that was the power of God that drove the Hittite out, the Jebusite, the five kings, jailed them up, knocked their heads off, did all that sort of thing. Now we got to do it. Now we got to do it. That's what we've been preaching on all this time now. we got to do it. So Paul is now writing to you. Joshua parallels Ephesians. What is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward who believe according to his mighty power? Again, that's a lot of words. And you might just read over it, but let me help you again. So that you will know what the immeasurable and unlimited and surpassing greatness <laughs> of his power who is in us that belief is that now that's big <laughs> if we could just grasp that no wonder brother bram said when a, a victorious christian walks down the streets the devils tremble because he understands the greatness of his power to us, word to them that are you a believer? Yes. Is it yours? Yes. Is it mine? Yes. It's mine, mine, mine. Musicians, why don't you come? Mine, mine, mine. I'll stop there, but I'll just read one more quote while they're getting their position Brother Brown said in the adoption he said we have been predestinated to this inheritance mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we've been predestinated <laughs> to this inheritance so if you've got the devil on your case listen. I, I, let me tell you something I, I wish I had a phone here I wish I had a phone that I could smash. <laughs> and everybody everybody's there, not mine. <laughs> Let me tell you something. And, I, and, and you, because I know a lot of you are in the message, read the message and so forth, but there's, I mean, one of the brothers said, if, we have, if you've been in the message and you haven't read all the message, well, that's on you. The Branham talked about unclean. Unclean. How to treat a woman, how to treat a young sister, how to treat a young man. He talked about unclean. And he wasn't bashful. And I'll get maybe to it another time. You take pictures of yourself and you show those pictures around, you will fry. And if you had the Holy Ghost, you wouldn't fry. Because you wouldn't do that. Listen, to look on a woman, to lust after her. The Bible says you committed adultery in your heart already. But now with these new phones, taking pictures of yourself and sending them to one another. Ichabod. Can I say that again? Could I, I, I probably want to scream a little. You say, not in our church. Really? You know, when I was your age... And I went to a counter, they would have the, the Playboy covers covered over that only the perverts would buy them. They wouldn't allow little children or young boys to look at them. And you look on them on your phone, and you think the Holy Ghost is in you and you look at that, you're deceived. I wanted to end up on a victory note here. But I am ending up, because that devil's getting crushed today. We're cutting that head right off right now. If you've done it, repent. Because the blood of Jesus Christ cleanses you from? If you're guilty, just put it under the blood. Say, I'll never do it again, Lord, if that has grieved the Holy Ghost. And, and I need the Holy Ghost to keep me from that. You start calling out on God. Has it worked? I can ask numbers of brothers here. They've been delivered. Will he deliver you this morning? Yes, he will but you've got to want deliverance. The difference of being delivered and not being delivered is if you don't want deliverance, it'll never go. We want to keep the church clean. Don't tell me the high schools and innocence is what it was. A lot of times us, we'll go back to the 50s and 60s and think in our paradigm that that's the way the schools are today. That's not what the schools are today. Girls have never propositioned boys in, when in my day. It is a weird, perverted age. And it will take this message in your home to withstand these demons that will try to get your boys. As I had, we had our little Bible studies or Bible talks in the morning around the the table, breakfast table mostly because that was most of the time that I knew I'd be home. And one time I was asked the question or we were talking, I think one of the boys brought up Delilah. They said, Dad, how how does Delilah, how does it all fit in our family? Or how does that fit in our home? I said, okay, let me explain Delilah to you. I said, For some, Delilah is drugs. For some, it's alcohol. I said, but the Delilah that wants to get you has red fingernails. I hope none of you have red fingernails. I said, you are nice looking boys. You You are polite boys. You open doors for girls. And every time you open a door for a girl, the girl goes, oh, he likes me. No, he doesn't. He just opened the door for you. But, that, uh, but that's a girl's nature. And then all of a sudden, Delilah, you know, they twirl their little hair and <laughs> <laughs> bat their little eyes. And they try to get their talons into our boys. That's the Delilah. I said, I'm not worried about dope. I'm not worried about booze. I'm not worried about anything, but I'm worried about Delilah. And by the grace of God, God brought them through and gave them three beautiful, lovely wives. That's my God. That's your God. That's your God. And you can believe for anything this morning. Is it yours? You've got something you have a need of this morning. Just claim it and say, it's mine. You stood up for your children. It's mine. I do not believe in just doing that bodily exercise. It'll profit nothing. But I believe in faith exercise will profit you a lot. Take God at his word. Watch God move on your behalf. And let's stand to our feet to give him the glory this morning. This message, without this message, saints of God, we would be in the abyss of chaotic chaos that is permeating the world. Guys don't know if they're guys. Girls don't know if they're girls. They call them the its and thems and she's and thus and whatever, cats and dogs. That is insanity. And they call us insane I'll take what we got over what they got. I'll take my mighty God who has been unveiled before us in this age any day to what they've got to give us. My God is more than able to grant to you all that your hearts desire. Ask anything believing, you shall have what you ask. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. I just want to speak the name of Jesus. Just think now. First time spoken. No, A dead baby leaped and got the Holy Ghost. Oh, I, I speak speak Jesus.
5: Jesus. I, I just, just want to speak. speak the name of Jesus till every dark God. addiction starts All to pray. break. Everyone. we free.
3: faith this morning amen jesus for my family jesus for my family can we say jesus for our church jesus hallelujah what is that other little course we learned take it back give it back whatever back i'm taking it i'm taking it back school knows it because I was there at morning devotion divorce I how many know this song why are you so quiet I'm taking it back okay let's take it back I'm taking it come on mate. Ago, there was this one sign, old, old tape. I should have I highlighted it and kept it. But Brother Branham, would, it came into this uh, church down south. And I mean, it was alive. I, don't, I, I mean, it was alive. I think the bell was ringing just by the singing. It was so alive. And I'm thinking, the prophet's going to come behind that. He's going to say, you know, you need to settle things down here. And Brother Bram gets behind the pulpit and he says, Man, if you can't preach behind that, you're not a preacher. Well, that's what I feel like hearing you sing that song. I'm taking it back. In the assembly, God bless you for your faithfulness, Brother Felix. God bless you. If you would just close us in a word of prayer, you can pray in French, and may the Lord give us interpretation.
4: Seigneur, nous te disons merci pour ces moments merveilleux que tu nous accordes, père, de passer dans ta présence, Seigneur. Jésus, alors que tu as dit la parole là où deux ou trois se réunissant mon nom, je suis au milieu des seigneurs. Yes. Ton prophète nous apprend que tu n'as jamais manqué à aucun aucun du terrain de vous, Seigneur. C'est ce, Seigneur. Cet après-midi, Père, nous avons écouté ta parole, Seigneur. Nous te sommes infiniment reconnaissants pour cette parole, Seigneur Jésus. Alors que, Seigneur Jésus, Père Céleste, tu as dit dans ta parole venez à moi, vous toutes qui êtes chargées, fatiguées. Moi, les bons Dieu, je vous donnerai du repos, Père. Nous sommes venus dans ta maison, Seigneur Jésus, Père, parce que nous avons des besoins, Seigneur, parce que nous avons des problèmes, parce que nous avons des requêtes, Seigneur Jésus, et nous croyons que, Seigneur Jésus, nous ne sortirons pas tels que nous sommes venus, Seigneur Jésus, Père. Nous te remercions pour ce moment merveilleux que tu nous accordes, Père. Bénis la source, bénis le, bénis le pasteur Tom, Seigneur Jésus, bénis son ministère, Seigneur, alors que nous remettons l'église entre tes mains, Seigneur jesus remplis Remplons-nous de ton esprit, Seigneur Jésus, bien-aimé Père, aide-nous toujours J'aurai marché selon ta parole, Seigneur Jésus, bien-aimé père. En ces temps mauvais, Seigneur Jésus, bien-aimé père, où les gens s'éloignent de toi, Seigneur Jésus père, nous nous avons besoin de rester toujours dans ta présence, Seigneur Jésus, bien-aimé père, pour lutter contre les diables, Seigneur. Dans les nom précis de notre Seigneur et Sauveur Jésus-Christ, nous avons ainsi prié et abandonnant toute chose entre tes mains. Amen. 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 God bless you,
3: brother Amen. Felix. I was there when Jesus saved me. The very moment he
5: forgave me, he took away my hand.
3: for holding you forgive me for being so personal this morning but it is what it god bless you we love you god be with you give you a wonderful afternoon you're dismissed in jesus name